Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about blue on black crime. We've all heard the stories of unarmed men, most of them African-American, who were shot for reasons that seem inconceivable. Cases like George Floyd. Now, this show isn't going to get into the specifics of all the different individual cases. It's much more about getting to the core of why they happened in the first place. Why are there so many? And why have they been going on for such a long time? Wherever you live, in whatever state you're hearing this, there are probably cases that immediately come to mind. Linger on that for a minute while I introduce you to Vaughn Lemon. He is a black, patriotic American man. His words, not mine. And he is also a former police officer. I remember one case down here in the state of South Carolina. It was a traffic stop in which a police officer had stopped this man. The man was unarmed, but his, his paperwork was not correct on his vehicle. And a police officer was questioning him. And it got to the point where the man just got out of his car and just took off running away from the police officer, leaving his car right there, the police officer's car behind his, and he started running away. So the police officer tased him. They shot tasers at him. And what he did was he took the tasers out and threw the tasers cords back at the police officer and turned around and continued to run. And then the police officer shot him in the back nine to 11 times. And then when they called for a backup, he got together with the backup officer and they devised a story on the scene of what to say, what actually took place. And they said that the man had taken the taser from him and proceeded to attack the police officer with the taser. But what they were unaware of is that someone was recording everything that happened on his cell phone. And if it wasn't for the recording, they would have got away with it. So he said, why not just continue to chase him or say, hey, I'm not going to keep running after him. I don't feel like running. I'll just take his car. I'll have it towed down to where we were impound. I'll hold what paperwork I have and make him come to me. Because that's the way I was trained. I'll just make him come to me. I don't have to chase him. But instead, he decides to shoot and kill him over a traffic stop. So when I look at the situation, these, these are the things that compelled me to write my book. So he wrote a book called Blues in Blue, and in it, there are other stories just like this one, but there is a lot more. It's a biography based on his experiences in the 70s and 80s, personal experiences with his job training and the racism and discrimination that he dealt with firsthand. We're talking 40 to 50 years ago. Now, many of the things he talks about in his book are still happening today, and he says a lot of it has to do with training. When we get out on the pistol range, we all have targets in front of us that we're going to shoot. The targets are a very large rectangular cardboard piece of paper with a black silhouette of a person in the center. And we're to shoot for center mass of that black silhouette. So the sergeant's behind us. We're all standing there at our post. He says, ready line clear, clear on the left, clear on the right, clear the center. All right, let's shoot these niggers. Fire. And when he said that, everybody started shooting. I stood there and I pointed at the target until my hand even began to shake because his words were going on in my head. If I pull the trigger, then I'm shooting not just at the target. I'm shooting at niggers. I'm shooting at black people. I'm shooting at myself even. 
And, and it just started getting to me. Then I just went ahead and rapid fired this. Bow, 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 bow. And just to get it out. Then I went over to him. I said, shoot these niggers. He looked back at me with a grin on his face like it was a joke, like it was funny to him. He said, Lamont, one guy from your troop a couple weeks ago put an eyes, ear, nose, and mouth, fingers, and watermelon in the fingers on his target. So that let me know that this is not just a joke. It is a part of his training. They're training them. And that one particular person made his target look personally like what he wanted to shoot at. He made it become alive, a black person. And that's the way they were being trained. Would that be something you'd see happening today with current procedures in place? Is that what we'd expect to see? Maybe yes, maybe no. But have you ever heard the expression, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes? He eventually left the police force, a job he loved and was planning to do for quite a while. In preparation for this episode, I went to his website, and this is what it says. The things that are happening today are so eye-opening because they parallel what it was like for me so many years ago. I see so many black and brown men and women and indigenous people being killed and brutalized by police officers that are showing no regard for the law and the life of others. This goes back to how they're being trained and how society is being tolerant of these incidents. Also, some of the attorney generals and police unions are giving them a false sense of security that it's okay, that you can beat up people, you can shoot people of color, you can brutalize people of color, and we will back you up. Some, not all of them, are fighting for these rogue officers in court so that they can get away with it. You see, what's taking place are these officers have a pistol on their side. They're loaded with bullets. They're wearing their Kevlar vests. They have their blackjacks. They have their tasers. They have their batons. And they have their spray. And they're attacking unarmed citizens and then saying, well, we were afraid. So let's get down to it. Why is there so much blue on black crime? In order to find the answers, Mr. Lamont draws on his own personal experiences and offers up some very candid answers in his book, The Blues in Blue. My story is the blues about what it was like to be on the police department. The blue is the uniform. The blues is the story. And you have to read my book to be able to see the rest of my thoughts as regarding to how this bitter situation could have a sweetness at the end. His book is very easy to find. You can find it online at Amazon and other places. But I would suggest visiting his website, especially if you want to learn more about Vaughn. It's VaughnLemon.com, V-A-U-G-N-L-E-M-O-N.com. There's a link to it right in the show notes. And that'll do it for this edition of Newsgram from WebTalkRadio.com.